Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number one of If It's Twisted. Is this the official start? No. Okay, great, because I've done no research. I, d- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> this is still just a mic check, Katie. <laughs> This is the first episode, and on the first episode of If It's Twisted, we're going to talk about some Alabama hauntings, because we figured, why the fuck not? Let's start off in our home state. Because what are we, Taylor? Oh. <laughs> uh, we are two twisted, no, no. two Alabama girls. No, oh wait, hold on. It's two girls from Alabama tell twisted stories. Really rolls off the tongue. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, when we were... The genius that that required. <laughs> when we were trying to come up with a, a title, we uh, we were asking some people, and one guy gave us that gem. With an, an absurd amount of confidence, <laughs> might I add. Like, we ask, and he goes, gotcha. Like, Got this it. is the one. And, you know, we had been really struggling with a title, and so I was, you know, ready, excited to see what he had to offer. <laughs> we were like, yes, help us. He didn't have much to offer, let <laughs> me tell you. Yeah, two girls from Alabama telling twisted tales. Two. Honestly, that would have been better. But like anyway. twist, twisted tales. Oh, um, oh can trash we spell either it way. Like, like garbage either <laughs> way. <laughs> twisted tales, but like T A I L S. I um have had three glasses of wine and I don't know what you just spelled. I'm gonna be tales? honest. Tales? Can you T- do it again? T A I L S. Okay, we're together now. We're <laughs> on the same page. <laughs> the first. <gasps> let me mute <laughs> my phone. <laughs> oh my anyway. god. Please silence all cellular devices. Thank y'all. Okay, I'm actually silencing mine too. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to talk about some Alabama hauntings because we're two twisted girls from Alabama who are telling twisted, twisted tales. tales. All right. So, uh let's let's get this nightmare started. So, I'm going to talk about Sloss Furnace also known as Sloss Fright Furnace around Halloween. It's actually Garbage. not scary at all during Halloween. I, I mean, it's probably fucking terrifying at night the rest Honestly, of the... Honestly, going through the haunt, it's not scary like because of the actors, but like you know that it's actually haunted, and I'm like, yeah. these ghosties might not be up for all <laughs> this shit <laughs> these going down. These ghosties. Like, I don't think they asked permission. Yeah, well, it's like you walk through and you're like, holy fucking shit nuggets, somebody died here. Like, knowing that you're walking... Wow, spoiler alert to the story. Like, oh, whatever. damn, I ruined it. Okay, well, let's go. All right, so soon after the Civil War... Birmingham was founded in 1871 in an area called Jones Valley, and it's near Red Mountain. And Birmingham is on top of tons of coal and iron ore, which is used in steel production. And one of the guys that founded Birmingham, Colonel James Withers Slaus. That felt like the correct way to say that. Well, yeah, that's I'm the so only way. I'm so glad that you did. Yeah, that's the only way you can say that. The Colonel. Oh, I'm going to have to call him the Colonel. Uh, I can't call him sauce. So the colonel convinced L and N Railroad to complete the South and North Rail Line through Jones Valley. So it was a big fucking deal. So he convinced them to bring the railway through Birmingham. And in 1881, he started construction on Sauce Furnace, and it was finished, and it was open in I think April of 1882. So it turns coal and iron ore into steel. And uh, America depended heavily on Sloss, and Birmingham soon earned the name the Magic City. And the roller derby team is called Tragic City Rollers. Shout out to Tragic City. So one of the articles I read said, for all of the progress that happened, a price was paid in the currency of blood. Oh, and it was a lot of blood. It's my favorite form of currency, personally. My favorite <laughs> form of currency. It's a joke, Mom. It's a joke. It's a not a joke, Mom. It's not. 
yeah, so a price was paid in blood. In the early 1900s, James Word, 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 James Wormwood, a.k.a. Slag. Like, that sounds like a really cool nickname. I'm just, like, stuck on Wormtail um, because I was thought you were going to say that. And I was going to be like, oh, my God. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Anyway. James Wormwood was the foreman of the graveyard shift. And he was in charge of, it said it was a skeleton crew of 150 workers, but fuck. You know, I'd like to have that many. So, during the summers, temperatures would reach upwards of 120 degrees. And that's just Alabama summers. Fuck, I just thought about that. Imagine working in a furnace in Alabama. Like, I get winded walking outside because it's so goddamn hot. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. My mom will yell at me for that. you got to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. That's the Lord's name. Anyway, I'll bleep it. Uh, great. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> I just do have to bleep the part that I, okay. I love you, Mom. Anyway. Um, I bust a sweat walking to the mailbox. And I usually get Will to walk to the mailbox, but, like, I see him walking, I'm like, and damn! I'm, like, that's too much. That's too much. Yeah, so Alabama is hot and humid, if you don't know. It's just, <laughs> and working in a furnace, I can't, I can't imagine. If it's, like, 75 degrees. I need the temperature to be, like, 63 degrees indoors at all times, and I don't know, but I just, me thinks the furnace ain't 63 degrees. Me thinks it ain't. So, well, and, you know, it was described as a living hell. And mostly, so mostly the super poor and immigrants worked the graveyard shift because they were the ones desperate enough for money. And they were the ones desperate enough to work. They lived in cramped housing on site. So they literally lived on site so that slag could call them in at any fucking time. So, I mean, it could be three o'clock in the morning. Hey, wake up. We need some steel. Can you, like, a steel if emergency? If someone came to me at 3 a.m. <laughs> and was like, we've got a steel emergency, they would die. <laughs> like, not even, like, on purpose, well, but, like, they would. Well, just oh, wait. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Dun-dun-dun. I really hope you say that the, the ghost haunting it is, like, someone killed by, like, the person who was angry they got woken up. Because fucking That me. would be me. Same. <laughs> <laughs> this house is haunted by somebody who did not want to wake up. <laughs> Slag, kind of like the Titanic pushed his workers to take dangerous risks and he didn't allow breaks and he just kind of kept pushing them to go faster and faster and faster, which was the Titanic's downfall. And under his supervision, so, okay, under his supervision, why do I keep saying supervision? You know, I don't know. (laughs) Under his supervision, 47 men died and a shit ton more were left injured and unable to work. Which, like, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, that was a big fucking deal. Like, because the women couldn't do anything. They so they if Their weak little hands couldn't do it. Their, pr- their precious little women minds couldn't do it. Couldn't handle work. They just couldn't handle work. They just couldn't. So, yeah, left a shit ton more injured, and including six who were blinded in an explosion. So, this particularly gruesome death Alec King and Bob May, and I actually read the um, news story about this. It was two black guys, which segregation was enforced at Sloss. So my guess is, and obviously it's not okay, but my guess is is like they were just kind of seen as disposable. And so they were... I would not guess. I would say in the 1800s in Alabama, people they of were color definitely were absolutely seen as disposable. Yeah. Um, so they were seen as disposable and so they were given the like super fucking dangerous task of cleaning the sides of the furnace they were lowered down into one of the stacks and as they were being lowered down they were cleaning the debris that was off the the inside of the stack and the debris fell down into the hearth below that was still smoldering and the smoke overtook them, and they fell to their deaths. I have a question. I have an answer. What is a hearth? A hearth is, I mean, it's like the coals and stuff that were still smoldering. Gotcha. It was a fire. The fire was still a smoldering. The newspaper said that the bodies were a ghastly and revolting sight. So that sounds delicious. The skulls were bleached white. The arms were drawn up above the heads. The fingers were clenched tight. And only small particles of flesh remained on blackened bones. It was a scene that was indescribably horrible. Dun dun dun. Yeah, that doesn't sound cute. Yeah, it really doesn't. Later that same week, 
a guy named Samuel Cunningham committed suicide by jumping into one of the stacks. That sounds like a fucking awful way to die. Like I yeah. I don't I don't want to be burned. That is like the worst way to die. I think burning, drowning and one of the next ones that I'm going to tell you about sounds just like I'm going to take a hard pass. Like I'm I'm sad for Samuel. I'm s- well, yeah. Like I what was Samuel going through? Some shit. Some shit. Poor guy. Pour one out for Samuel Cunningham. In 1892, a new hot blast stove, which I did not Google exactly what that was, so just nod like you know what it is. A hot blast stove. It sounds it sounds, it sounds hot. like a compliment. Like she is one hot blast she is stove. A hot blast stove. <laughs> it's like a Lizzo song. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some one hot blast <laughs> stove. Say I'm not the baddest bitch. You lie. So a hot a new hot blast stove was being put in. And the scaffolding dumped the eight men that were working on it inside. It killed two of them instantly, and it injured the remaining six. And I couldn't, f- I couldn't find any reports on whether or not they were confirmed dead or alive. You know, I feel like they probably died. Well, eventually, in a hot. I thought it was <laughs> called. What was it called? I forgot. A hot blast a stove. A hot blast stove doesn't doesn't feel seem like it feels great. Probably not. I want to know where labor laws were. Not, not there. Not there. So, uh, yeah. And then another guy, Joseph Webb, was... Li- okay, so this one was interesting. Joseph... <laughs> Joseph yeah, because Rez <laughs> really did. So Joseph Webb was found dead in a water tank holding a pair of women's shoes. You know, let's dissect the irony for a minute. At a place with a shit ton of fire, he dies in the water... With a pair but of women's shoes. But also, yeah, that's <laughs> also why um, was he wearing the women's shoes? It said he was holding the women's shoes. Less interesting. I, yeah, but still, why? Why was he still just interesting? Meandering around with a pair of women's shoes. I, I, yeah, I've got questions. I have, I have tons. I've of got questions. questions that aren't going to be answered, so I'm going to make up situations in my head. Oh dear gosh. Why did I just say dear gosh? Dear, dear gosh. gosh. Oh dear gosh. Oh dear. Oh dear. In 1924, James Knox was a convict that was tortured on the uh, command of Cecil Houston, who ordered uh, Joe Payne and Homer Anderson to kill James Knox. They whipped him with a thick metal wire, and they hung him upside down and dipped him in a scalding tub of water. So I think those guys, you know, are slightly fucked in the head. Slightly. Wait. Okay. So, who was the guy who gave these orders? Were they like Cecil Houston? Orders? I think what, they were like. Cecil? It was like a. He was. Um, it was like a hitman. I don't like you. Shit. No. 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 He was like um, a foreman or something. Cecil. Cecil. Got a little power hungry. Cecil. What thinks. you doing? What you doing, bro? He, di- he ordered them. Yeah. Like, this is a convict. Dip him in acid. Like. W- okay. Well, scalding hot water. Okay. Well, I I like to be dramatic. Mm. Scalding hot. Okay. Either one. Dip him in scalding hot water. Like what the fuck. Yeah. I was like, this This is twisted. Oh, dear God. You ask me anyway. So. Little plug there. Going. Plug for our own show in the middle of the show. Anyway. Just going to keep plugging right along. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> in the early 1900, a young, unwed, pregnant girl committed suicide by jumping in a furnace. I've got questions about that one. Was it suicide or was it murder? Actually, the w- the article that I read said that he found some other articles that suggested murder, but I didn't go on that tangent. But in the nineteen hundred, baby girl, in the nineteen hundreds, an unwed pregnant mother. Mm. What if her parents were like, "You bring shame on our family. We are pushing you into the shame. fire." Shame, shame. I don't think. I don't think they. Well, I'm a little pessimistic, and I'm assuming the worst. They're. I, I mean, if anyone, it was probably, like, her baby daddy. But, like, murder. But murder. It could have been murder. I'm not calling it suicide. That girl was murdered. Murdered. You heard it here, folks. We're not speculating or anything. She was fucking murdered. Murdered. Unless she committed suicide. Rest. I mean, like, rest your soul either way. <laughs> R.I.P. Like, in your pain. Yeah. It was but, like, she was murdered. Anyway. <laughs> Except for the fact that she was murdered. In the rules here. Okay, so in 1890, this is the this is the one that <laughs> that probably will give me nightmares. In 1890, a worker was on his lunch break, and he sat beside a flywheel, and he leaned a little too far back. In the flywheel, his head wheel. went plump, didn't it? 
Well, it, it, it definitely, I mean, yeah. So the wheel caught his clothes, and it just slowly dragged him under the wheel. See, I was thinking he was getting, like, decapitated. No. But still doesn't sound like a good time. Yeah, and apparently all the workers could do were, like, just stand there and watch. I have, like, an irrational fear of, like, fans catching my fingers and killing <laughs> me. I don't know why Catching your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> it would just chop your finger off. But maybe I would die. Why are you taking away from my fears? Don't invalidate me. Anyway, I'm s- I was been so scared of it. And, like, also, like, you know when you put your face in a fan and, like, sing into it? Yeah. Like, still do, you know. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, like, I'm an A. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. But, cool. Anyway, I that's, like, I imagine, like, that fear on steroids. Mm. Like, I feel validated. Okay. Could you imagine a big ass fan? Like I know that's not what a flywheel is, but like a big ass fan just dragging your entire body until you die. It would just chop you up. Okay, but still. <laughs> so there's a difference between being like chopped up in little pieces and being crushed. I don't think either sound great. No. Let's dissect. Which would we rather have done? Yeah. Dissected into little pieces or crushed? Um, do you think being chopped into pieces would like go quickly? Or I think crushing. I'm a little claustrophobic. I think a fan may go quicker because crushing. Like, what if he just, like, fucking slices your head off and you're dead. And you're done. And then the rest of you is chopped up. Because the rest of me doesn't care anymore because I don't feel it. I don't think so. The rest of me doesn't care. So I don't know. But, like, being crushed, I imagine, like, you suffocate. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you just get crushed and then die. Hmm. I mean, I think that is how it works. You get crushed and die. So. Maybe I'm down for either. Down for either. Oh, if you get crushed, like, you know, it's a, cl- it's meth less of a cleanup. It, no. Don't, you don't think? I don't know. Like, would chunks like of a body everywhere? Okay, but would your, would your blood just, like, shoot out of your head like <laughs> a tube of toothpaste? <laughs> I got excited about that, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> like a pimple popping, just. I hate pimple popping videos. <gasps> But I keep watching them. I love pimple popping. Like, they make me want to vomit. I love pimple popping videos. They're so satisfying. Never mind. I was going to no, say I'm down to see, like, blood shoot out of heads, but then I'm not. No, probably not, because that means somebody is dead. Maybe, like, for films. Like, fake. Fake. Like, fake that. Fake that I'm down for. Yeah. All right. Mom, I'm okay, I promise. <laughs> Mom, I'm not okay. So, <gasps> are <not> you... <laughs> okay. You asked for that. I did. I begged for it. Gerard Way, if you're listening... I mean, you're not, but if you are, please get my chemical romance back together. Gerard, <laughs> anyway. wait, if you're listening, will you marry me? Um, He's already married to Lindsay Way of Mindless Self-Indulgence. Okay, so. You're going to have to cut this out because I sound like a loser. <laughs> please divorce Lindsay and marry me and Will. So, in 1906, Slag lost his footing at the top of Big Alice, which was the first time Who's he had. Big Alice? Big Alice was one of the stacks. And that was the first time he'd actually ever been up there. So what imagine a d- that. What a damper on like a new yeah. experience. And uh, he plummeted into a vat of melton iron ore. Melton? Molten. Molten plummeted. plummeted. So there's speculation that uh, the workers had finally had enough and they pushed him. I'm not speculating. But I'm saying that's definitely what happened. Yeah, like, I'm not spe- – like, that's what happened. <coughs> yeah. Like, so again, I don't, like, make the rules, but I do decide what is fact and what is not. After that, the uh, the graveyard shift ended because apparently there were a lot of spooky things that were happening, and it decreased steel production. We can't have that. Can't no, have we that. Just cannot. So they ended the graveyard shift, and – in let's see in 1926 okay so this is when this this after that is when more spoopy stuff starts after slag died they were like it's fucking haunted okay i'm just gonna have like if you say if you do say spoopy again i just can't continue this spoopy okay so fine anyway uh in 1926 a night watchman was pushed and told to get back to work and nobody was fucking around so it was obviously a ghost, and it was obviously slag. I'm not speculating. Why obviously slag? Now I'm skeptical. You're right. It was slag. Okay, anyway. there we go. Yeah, it's obviously slag. And in 1947, three supervisors were found unconscious and locked in a small boiler room, and they have no idea how they got there. All they know is that they were imp- approached by a man who had been burned. So they do have an idea. 
how they got there. Well, this is all they remember. All they remember is that they were approached by a burned man, and he told them to push some steel, and then they woke up in the boiler room. So it's obviously slag. Or drugs. Or slag. Probably slag, you're right. It's slag. It's definitely slag. Or that good kush. That good slag. Samuel Blumenthal... This is okay. So this happened the night before Sloss Furnace closed for the last time in 1971. Samuel Blumenthal was, you know, taking a little little stroll around for the last time, and he found himself face to face with a half man, half demon. Okay, what is a half demon, half man? I've got questions. So I'm assuming. Okay, so you know how people do like one half is girl and one half is boy. That seems different. One okay. half is one half, yeah. Or or it's like a mermaid, where like the top or half. Or a centaur. Or a centaur. But like, what would the bottom half of a demon be? Is it like Danny Phantom? Like, is that is there a generational gap? Do you know what Danny? There Phantom is a is? generational gap. Okay. I know who Danny Phantom is, only vaguely. Danny Phantom is like, um, he's you know a ghost hunter, um, because his parents built this really crazy. Anyway, I'm not gonna sing the theme song, but I want to. <laughs> um, Danny Phantom is like he was a ghost hunter and he got turned into like a ghost and half of his body was human and the other half was like a little like swoo like you know like a little ghost sort of Google like it. the genie yes. from Aladdin yes that is that one we can get on the same page that one got so it so like but I'm imagining like half man half demon I'm imagining Danny Phantom is that not where we're both at I think it's maybe like a, a, a humanoid demon we'll go with humanoid demon or Did I mention I had four glasses of wine and don't know what the word humanoid is right now? Human-shaped. Ah, yes. Yeah. Any shways, half man, half demon, who tried to push him up the stairs, and when old Sammy was like, nah, brah, he be- the demon began to beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> and was that in the article? Yeah, yeah, beat that's exactly. Beat the fuck out of him. And when Samuel was taken to the hospital and examined, he had severe burns. Where'd he get the burns? I don't know why, but when you said, s- I was like, syphilis. He <laughs> had, he got syphilis from the demon. They did the dirty. They, oh, no. Okay. So, in 1988, a psychic claimed that due to the violent disregard for and loss of life, Sloss was rife. That's a good word. A good word that I don't know. Rife. Full of. Just just full of. Teeming with restless souls. So just full of full of restless souls. And Fox's scariest places said that Sloss was one of the highest instances. Instance I have had no glasses of wine. I tried to get her to, but she's a party pooper. She She's on some medication that would not go well with wine. That's fair. So Fox, yeah, Fox's scariest is... Fox is scariest is pl- I can't do it either. <laughs> I was trying to show you up, and I just made a fool of myself. Fox's scariest places said that it was one of the highest instances of paranormal activity. And then one last thing happened in October of 2003. A fella named Josh Thomas saw a... Josh Groban? Sh- no. Okay. Josh Thomas saw a strange shape and suddenly started singing, You Raise Me Up. Yeah. <laughs> I believed you for a second. I was like, so weird, because I just said just <laughs> I was like, what a coincidence. What a coinky dinky You raised me up. Anyway. <laughs> so, back in the day, I when... I fully believed you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Thank you, four glasses of wine. <laughs> Thank you, four glasses of Arbor Mist Mango Strawberry Moscato. I don't need to be that called out like this. That is the whitest I white know. girl shit I've I know. ever Can seen. I have more? No, hold on. Okay. I'm going to take it a drink. It tastes so good. I bet it does. It's mango strawberry. All right, I'm going to take a little sip, sip. Listen, I felt like I needed to get tipsy for this to really work. And the easiest thing to get tipsy on oh, man. is something sweet because you can just keep drinking it. It tastes like fruit juice, doesn't it? That is. Can I please have some? That is nice. Wait, hold on. A fine wine product with delicious mango, strawberry, and other natural flavors. Serve well chilled. It was $5. Yeah. No, it's worth it. Delish. So pass that. Okay, so anyway. Pass the sister over here. Take your sister sip and then give me the bottle. Thank you. Okay. Numero numero five is happening. 
Numero five. I don't know what five is in Spanish. Cinco. Numero. I don't. I'm just gonna not gonna try anymore. Numero cinco. Numero yeah. So cinco. Josh Thomas, not Josh Groban. Oh, I was gonna tell you a story. So back in the day. Is it about Josh Groban? Yes. Great. So back in the day when I was in, um, going to the Baptist church, I was in a little group that was it did a Josh Groban cover band. God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Could we start one? Absolutely. I'm gonna not agree. Give me, give me some time to sober up, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck that!" But right now, it's <laughs> brilliant. Right now, I'm. S- I only know one Josh Groban song, and it's "You Raise Me." That's up. the only one we need. Oh my God! Imagine us just like doing Josh Groban um, cover shows. I mean, we'll have no audience because who would come to that? But anyway, we have our shows, and we Josh Groban would come. We to just that? sing. We just sing. You raise me up like sixty-two times. <laughs> Odd number of songs for a typical <laughs> concert, but <laughs> you know, I was thinking like twelve, but oh, okay. uh, sixty-two works. So uh, yeah, I was in a little group, and we did sign language to songs because that was a thing. Baby girl, I went to a Baptist church. I know all about. Oh, that. you know all about it. So Although we did. I don't know if it was real sign language numbers. We did real sign there language. There was some razzle dazzle thrown in <laughs> ours. <laughs> some razzle dazzle and bullshit. <laughs> razzle dazzle. It's what I'm full of. Razzle dazzle and bullshit. <laughs> A lot of wine. <laughs> Give them the old razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle. Tell me about your Josh Groban cover band. Did you already tell it? I don't think I was. Listening. Oh no, we did. We did a an Easter Sunday, Josh Groban, you raise me up performance, and it was. I we we did brought it? the house down. Oh well, was we there a dry eye in the house. There was not. There was not a dry eye in the house. None of the thirty-seven people in the audience. They were laughed. Yet. They cried. It was an emotional roller coaster. Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah. Do you think you remember it? Probably. I'll show you later. I'll I love teach that. it to you later. So Please. he. So back to Josh Groban. So October two thousand three, Josh Thomas saw a strange shape and suddenly fucking caught fire. Literally, this man just spontaneously combusted after seeing a strange shape, and he was taken to the was hospital. Was this witnessed? He was taken to the hospital. And he had burns all over his body, so I'm, I'm going to go with, I'm yeah. I'm going to believe it. I'm yeah. choosing to believe it, because how fucking cool would that be? That would, yeah. Not cool at all. I'm not, here to snacks? S- I'm not here to speculate, but it was slag. I offered to get you food. So that's a no. So that's a no. Damn. I did see a box of cereal. Oh, you're welcome to that cereal. I'll be right back, guys. I got to go get a box of cereal. Should I give him the old ASMR razzle-dazzle? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so Katie is eating sugar snacks, which I think are absolutely disgusting. There you go. All right, Katie. I agree. They are they are disgusting. Well. But I'm going to keep eating them. All right, so tell me about your story. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Okay, you know, I'm going to start this being straight up. I do not have as many details as that, but what I lack in uh, knowledge, I uh, make up for in bullshit, and um, I think it's going to go good. I'm doing mine on um, the old Bryce Hospital in um, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Ooh. Some might argue Northport, but we're not here to argue, are we? <laughs> we're so here to give you cold, hard facts yeah. that we have pulled out of our ass. Exactly. Okay. So, the Bryce Hospital is um, Alabama's oldest and largest inpatient psychiatric facility. Um, but, you know, it's, as any, like, psychiatric facility is, um, that was founded in 1861. I had that fact somewhere, and, you know, you pulled lots of facts out, so I had to, like, keep to yeah. it a little bit. Um, any psychiatric facility that's founded in the 1800s, I'm going to say wasn't, you know, Quality care. Um, Probably not top-notch. Lots of questionable choices. Y- in, in 1970, Alabama ranked um, last among U.S. states in funding for mental health. Probably still does. Yeah, like, probably still does. Um, and at the time, Bryce Hospital had 5,200 patients living in horrible conditions that the Montgomery Advertiser likened to concentration camp. Shit. Yeah, not, you know, not a good thing to be compared to. No, no, uh, no it never, so I just Googled it um, because I wanted to make sure I was right. If you so hear me, like, taking cereal randomly, I'm so sorry. It's fine, you're not sorry. So the Civil War started in 1861, that's what I thought. So it was founded the year the Civil War started, so I'm going to keep talking because Katie's eating cereal, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> She's chewing. Yeah, so, I mean, if you think about Civil War medical practices, just you, not, <laughs> not great. <laughs> Rudimentary like, at best. I mean, we all know mental illness was not understood then. 
It um, still isn't. Fair. Especially not in Alabama. Fair. So, yes, it was in Tuscaloosa, built in the 1850s. And even then, it was so overpopulated. And, like, people got put in there for, like, ridiculous things. Like novel like reading? Yes. <laughs> like women. The amount of things, like, women would get put in for. It was just freaking wild, man. I'm going to admit the four glasses of wine probably wasn't a great idea. Also, maybe could have researched a little bit. But anyway, we're here now, and we're not judging each other. No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Just ten minutes of silence. (laughs) Yeah, that's really fair. Okay, anyway, what was I even saying? That's why I, I don't remember what I was saying. Um... The last thing anyway, Bryce Hospital. Okay, so like you know, I feel like it's fair to s- assume that any psychiatric like abandoned place is haunted. Correct? Oh yeah. Am I correct? Oh yeah. But like this one. Oh was yeah. Like known for having just a lot of cruelty in it. Um, and in October twenty third, nineteen seventy, there was a landmark ruling that established baseline care and treatment requirements for the institutionalized developmentally disabled. In the eighteen um, or in nineteen seventy one. In nineteen seventy. There's no one in that sentence. Um but which, you know, in that landmark ruling was with Bryce Hospital. So, you know, it was, you know, kinda like a big deal in the world of like <laughs> cruelty. <laughs> anyway. In the world of cruelty? <laughs> yeah. So people anyway. that were really cruel, they were like, Ah damn it. Yeah, God, we want it to be them. But anyway, um and that all started with fifteen year old Ricky Wyatt, who was the main plaintiff and he was incarcerated for delinquency. And, like, it doesn't say what delinquency meant to them back then. But, like, I've got questions. And I don't have answers. And he never <laughs> – too bad. Um, and he never really received any diagnosis of mental disability or, like, mental mm-hmm. illness. But he was still kept there. And I feel like that really shows the, you know, yeah, the, the situation we got going on here. And also keep in mind that – this was founded in the 1800s, and what was Alabama not only now but then? Racist. Oh, I was gonna um, say shit, but well, I feel like racist falls under the shit. Um, racist umbrella do fall under the shit category. Um, but y- the like ratio of people of color to their white counterparts was like insane. They were like the doctors; they were really notorious for basically just like legally torturing these people of color and so there's lots of restless spirits mm. there one might say i have a lot of and restless leg syndromes oh, fucking mood anyway <laughs> um so <laughs> basically this bryce hospital like for people that like haunted things and like spooky shit in alabama it's kind of like a famous one mm-hmm. um it's people go break in all the time yeah and like but the thing about that is like, Bryce Hospital has been, like, part of it's been demolished. There's been tornadoes. There's been set on fire. So, like, a lot of – and it's all vandalized. So, it's barely still standing. But, like, what is Which still standing? Which makes it yeah. even creepier. Even freaking spookier. But – and there's constantly, like, pr- police patrolling it because they know us hooligans want to go mm-hmm. chill with the ghosts. Anyway, but – a lot of people have reported things like lights flickering on and off in the building, which okay, it has there should be no there's electricity. no electricity. I don't think anyone's fucking paying that Holy bill. Shit. Also, it's missing like several walls, like so. I don't think I don't know anything about electricity, but make an assumption. And then like phones. I ringing. do know if you don't pay that bill, it yeah. don't come on. <laughs> Been there, done that. But um, like phones ringing in rooms with what? no phones, not like boop 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 boop, which is like the iPhone one, but like bring bring. You know what I mean? Do you yeah. know what does that look like a rotary yeah. phone? Mm-hmm. Holy um, shit. And f- there's photos of like figures in the windows during <laughs> the day. I saw one and it's literally like it's zoomed out, you kind of see a small thing, and then you zoom out and it is straight up just a girl standing ah, in the window. No. Which yeah, I'm not like I don't think she was like, wanting to be friends. But like no. I'm willing to try. Did you hear that? Willing to try. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always down for a new bud. Furniture moving on its own, footsteps. In the abandoned home, you know, Mm-mm. like classic Mm-mm. ghosty Mm-mm. shit. Classic um, ghosts. But yeah, though the old, it's called Old Bryce Hospital. Yeah. Um, because Bryce Hospital is still a thing. Um, I'm pretty, maybe not as bad as conditions, but like, let's be real, not, not good conditions. Um, because you have to think, like, that article, the Montgomery Advertiser, 
um, where they likened it to concentration camps was only the 70s. So oh, like, are you serious? Yeah, it was 1970. Holy fuck. And um, it's still Alabama's largest inpatient psychiatric facility. And again, we ranked among the last, which that was in the 70s, but I'm pretty sure it's still a thing. Um, and, you know, I very well could have Googled that, but I'm trash and didn't. But, yeah, though there's no patients in the hospital, that hospital's not used anymore. It, like, it's probably the more famous one, honestly. Yeah. It's some spooky shit, guys. Have you ever been? Yeah. Oh. Did you see anything? Um, I went during the day and you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna expose myself. Please keep your clothes on. <laughs> I was scared fucking shitless and I was also like fifteen, um, because my cousin like went to Alabama, so we were like I was there visiting or something, I don't even remember. But we went to it and I was like, you know, not necessarily feeling this guys this was before i realized ghosts were like fun because i was a child and i still had some common sense (laughs) Uh, it's gone now don't worry i would go now um but yeah i like yeah listen to what listen to what this bitch did okay i'm gonna just go ahead and at you i feel attacked so she's getting more cereal and i'm gonna tell you so this bitch goes to a thrift store and what's like the dumbest thing you can do at a thrift store Bring home a fucking painting from the 1940s of a clown. It was calling my name. Yeah, well, you got it now. And now Katie's apartment is haunted. But, like, it's fine. Is it fine? I've seen that painting. It is creepy as fuck. It's cute. It is creepy. Nobody thinks it's cute, and it really offends me. Because it's not My decor choices are awful. Okay. I support everything else except for that fucking painting. Do you support the baby head candle with the for sure um, blood coming out of its eyes? For Thank sure. Thank you. I love that that's like casual to you, but then the clown painting is just <laughs> too damn far. <laughs> the, the bleeding baby head is super cash. Like, yeah, no big deal. But the gargoyle the sconces on the wall, no, super normal, fine. just typical decor, but that damn clown painting <laughs> that, is just that too far. <laughs> damn clown. <laughs> okay, I will take that into consideration and um, not change it, but thank you. It is, yeah. The thing about Your Alabama, suggestions though, are under review. <laughs> the thing about Alabama, though, is like, keep in mind, fucking racist right and a lot of like in birmingham a lot of buildings are super old like before i lived in this apartment with my um current ghosts i lived in a really old house in downtown birmingham that had a like servants quarters in the floor like the floor (laughs) in the floor floor in the basement which is like that's that's the floor anyway um a servants quarters in the basement and which that shit was haunted really but like i feel like i honestly became homies with the ghost I want to know about your ghost. Which one? I've had I had lots of ghost stories in my life. I want to talk about my ghost stories. I want to know about the ghost in your house. The one currently? No, the one in the downtown Birmingham house. Oh well. So basically, like, if you just like, I don't know if you guys believe in ghosts. You probably do if you're listening to this. Anyway, um, or you're just our friends and supporting us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> anyway, Thanks, hey mom. Hey Megan, you're my only friend. But um. So, basically, you walk in the basement, and it's just fucking eerie as shit, which I guess most basements are. But, like, this one is super Do love the smell creepy. of a basement. And, like, just go. You've been in that house. It's just. I've been in the house, yeah, but not in the basement. But, like, it's an old. Yeah. Like, it w- it's been there for, like, 200 years. I could be rounding up. I'm not sure, but I'm going to say 200. Um, I never really experienced anything bad. Like, I mean, I saw her walking around a few times. Ugh. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, in, like, a white nightgown. No. And, like, I would be sitting in the living room, like, on the couch, like, probably watching One Tree Hill because, like, that's who I am. And I would just, like, see a, like, figure, like, a female figure walking across the kitchen, Mm-mm. like, entrance Mm-mm. in, like, this old white nightgown. Mm-mm. And, um, like, the first time I saw it, like, I was living there alone. Um, like, all my roommates were gone. And it was, like, two months where I was in this, like, two-story house by myself in downtown Birmingham. Was not feeling it. Um, I'm going to expose myself. I had to sleep at my friend's house for a week because I was so scared. No. Um, but, like, I, I got accustomed that. to it. Um, but, like, I saw her after that, I never really got scared of her. She never messed with me, but my roommate, she would, like, slam doors on her. She would wake up with bruises. But, like, that's her. I'm not worried about I'm worried about myself. And, like, we were fine. Is that the only ghost that you had in that house? That was the only ghost I had in that house. But my best ghost stories are the house when I was growing up. 
Um, All right. My, have I never told you these stories? No. Wow, here we go. So um, I am from a beautiful town called Prattville, Alabama. Prattville? Prattville. It's 10 minutes out of Montgomery. Anyway, it is the preferred community. <laughs> Only my Prattville people will get that joke anyway. All okay, so I'm going to tell you a story about the distance between Prattville and Montgomery. I don't know if I just get like highway hypnotism or something, but my husband and I were taking a, cri- a trip down south and... Um, I was driving, and I made it to Prattville, and like she said, Prattville is 10 minutes out of Montgomery. So, um, I got to the Prattville exit, which is like an hour away from Birmingham. Well, depends on how fast you're going. Depends on how fast You can get there in 45. (laughs) So, I was driving, and we hit Prattville, and I was like, I'm falling asleep. I can't drive anymore. So, we swap places, and we get back in the car, and apparently I was snoring before Montgomery. (laughs) <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> like between the last travel exit, yeah. And it, the next exit is Montgomery. Yeah, That's literally. A lot. Okay. Literally, I was snoring by the next exit, so I was sleepy. Yeah, well tell I me about them driving. Yeah, but tell anyway, me about the travel. Um, my aunt moved into this house, like this really old, beautiful house on like this historical street in Prattville, and you know, should have been sign number one. Yeah. Um, and. Also, the lady who owned it before owned, like, um, what are those things? A funeral home. That's what it's called. Um, And the only things left in the house were a portrait of her and a coffin coffin. Shut the fuck up. And one might ask, what is a coffin coffin? Well, a coffin coffin is a coffin built into the ground, like, built into the floor. Of it was in the attic, built into the floor that you put coffins in. Like it was a coffin for the coffin. You know what I mean? Anyway, what? Yeah, super bizarre. And they just like stored shit in it. Anyway. My aunt like did not question this. She was just um, like, "Yeah, super she normal. Was like, we're gonna put cool. we're she gonna put the clown portrait over here." They we're literally the hung the portrait of her oh in the God. in the dining room. Yeah, I would have done the same. And like up until then, I did not believe in ghosts because I was, you know, like a Baptist, and I was like, "Of all the ghosts, amen. I believe in is that Holy Ghost." Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, can I get an amen up in here? But so I with my cousin who lives like we're the same age so i used to stay there all the time like just like chilling like villains and at first like i never experienced anything but my cousin would be like put her laundry on her dresser and then she'd be like laying in her bed all her clothes would fly off (gasps) um there was one time she was like sitting on the kitchen table not on it. She was sitting at the she kitchen table. Sitting on the she kitchen was table. She sitting at the kitchen table, and like an apple like flew across at her. What? Yeah, like at her. Mm-hmm, like Whoa. at her. Did it hit her? I, f- I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um. But so that I'm not here to speculate, but it but definitely it hit her. And then so she like that. She's she didn't care. She was like whatever. Um. But the thing that really freaked her I'm out. I'm pretty sure if an apple came flying at me, I would not be like hmm, whatever. Well, you shouldn't be Becca. Um. She doesn't <laughs> give a shit about anything. <laughs> but um. So the thing that like really scared her is she was in um the back room um like on the computer and Becca's got this like really long blonde hair like her waist is super thick and curly um and so she was sitting there and all of a sudden all of her hair just stands up and she thought it was her mom behind uh, her like, lifting it uh, and then she turns around and my aunt's not there no. and she calls for my aunt and my aunt's in the kitchen no um so that's when we were all like okay it's haunted. <laughs> Um, haunted ass fuck. Yeah. So that's not the worst. I'm not even at the worst parts. Oh yet. God. Um. So that honestly, forget Bryce Hospital. We're talking about the the house on what time? No. Yeah. I mean, haunted um, Alabama. Here we go. Yeah. So then the first thing that like I experienced was um I was sleeping in my aunt's room because my cousin is a bed hog and I was not the sleeper. Fair. So I was sleeping in my aunt's room and her all of her like walls in the room had cabinets like built in. Mm-hmm. And we went to lay down like all of the doors were shut every like just who leaves fucking cabinets open. And we heard this bang and we both like wake up and sit up and the dog is like growling and she turns the lights on and every single cabinet is open. No. Uh, yeah, no. And so then, naturally, I was like, I'm just going to sleep with the blanket over my head, and that will protect me. <laughs> and, like, that's what I did. I just, like, slept under the blanket and was like, they can't get me. Um, <laughs> if they can't see me. Exactly. If I can't see them, they can't see me. Um, that was the first thing I experienced. And then, uh, for a good, like, month, I did not go back. I, I was like, fuck no, this shit. feel that. And then, um, another time, my aunt and my cousin, they were sleeping. And the windows exploded. What? Like, they thought they were robbed. Like, they literally thought someone broke in. So, like, they called my dad because, like, why call the police when you can call my dad? And no, so I, yeah. 
My uncle's a cop, and I have 100% called him before. Um, But my dad, he, like, zooms over there with a gun. They call my grandma. My grandma comes with a gun. Welcome to Alabama, guys. Welcome to um, Alabama, where grandma with a gun gets there faster nobody than the was, cops like, do. Nobody was there. Like, there wasn't a robber. So, like, they aren't saying it's a ghost, but my bitch ass, the ghost did that. Like, I made the official statement right now. It was the ghost. It was the ghost. Um, But, like, the windows exploded. Like, what the hell? Like, that oh doesn't just happen. Oh, my God. Um, and then another really creepy one. I've got so many stories at this house. Um, the back entire like back wall um was a window. Like the entire yeah. house almost was a window. And um so one day my cousin it was on, it was on Halloween. Her boyfriend had like pulled around to the back where like the driveway was and he was like coming inside and he comes up to the door. Don't come inside, you'll get pregnant. Well, well okay. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> um, he comes inside and he's like, oh, where's your friend? Like, because there was <gasps> she was like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, <gasps> there was just a really tall person walking behind you. So I was assumed it was like your friend, like <gasps> her best friend. And she goes, I'm here alone. Oh, and no. He goes, girl, no, you're not. <laughs> okay. Girl, um, no, girl, you ain't. And so girl, you that ain't. and then the next day they didn't tell me about it. And then the next day I come over and they're like telling the story. And so like I'm already freaked out, but like we had math homework to do and I didn't want to do it. So like math homework. I had to stay because I needed my cousin to do the homework for me and I was gonna copy it because like I wasn't gonna do it. So Oh no. I um come in like into the kitchen and my aunt's in there cooking and like they have like a glass door and like doors open but the glass door is closed. And I like look up in the glass door and there is just a figure behind me. No. Like a face. No, no, and no. And you know what my, <laughs> my bitch ass did? You know what my <laughs> bitch ass did? Fucking left. <laughs> I was like, fuck the homework. Text me a picture. This is 21st century. I gotta go. Um, And Stop after it. that, I like n- did not go back for like months. And finally my aunt was like, I think we need to move. I think um, we need to move. So they they started moving, and the next time I came was when they were moving. And I was really scared, but I was like, it's fine. Like, I've got to help move. I've got to be a team player. Um, <laughs> and so family's really important here in Alabama. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by mean team player, I mean, they fully did, like, nothing. But anyway. Um, <laughs> she me, supervised. <laughs> me and my other cousin, we were pulling up in my car to the house. And like I said, the back window's, like, or the back wall's, like, all the window. And I see this blonde lady, like, in the kitchen, like, just, like, fixing things. So I assume it's my aunt. So I run inside, and I'm like, oh, my God, hey. And no one's in the kitchen. Mm-mm. And I was like, where'd Mm-mm. she go? And Mm-mm. then she comes out of the bathroom. Mm-mm. Like, this is, like, ten seconds in between these Mm-mm. two things. And I just kind of go, no. Okay. And I just, like, turned around and walked out. And you know who didn't help move anymore? This girl. I was like, you cannot pay me to help you. Like, this house was so – and now, every time I, like, am home and I drive past it, I'm – just like staring at it, like I'm gonna see a ghost in the window. I, like I'm terrified. And you know, another like fucking clue to them should have been the main bedroom from the inside. There's like chains and locks all down the door. Like she was locking uh, herself in. Uh, like how I just got chills. How scary uh, is that? Like how in my head did I think I should sleep here? This like, is normal. No. And like the reason I always slept with my aunt is because there was a three bedroom house. Like my two cousins' room and then my aunt's room. And my one cousin who like still lived there bed hog wasn't gonna sleep with her but then my other cousin was at college and her room was empty but like i slept in there once and like it smelled overwhelmingly like old lady perfume and like the oh closet no. kept opening and no. the rat like the, the hangers <gasps> dude it was so yeah this convinced me ghosts are real <laughs> okay so um, so like what i'm trying to say is the clown painting is fucking chill because <laughs> nothing has been thrown at me no doors have been opened no windows exploded so you know we can be buds we can be buds okay so i'm gonna tell you the one ghost story i have that had to do it's in the house that i'm currently living in so i'm currently what you can't tell ghost stories in the house that it happened at should we go outside with all this equipment yeah i mean i want to tell it i've told the story why because it's disrespectful and then get mad i'm saying i promise i don't know about that i'm pretty sure if there's any ghost in here it's like my aunt dixie i'm not down to meet dixie i'm not dixie was a delight so I'm not allowing this. Anyway, so guys, that's when if it's twisted. No, I'm gonna tell you the oh story. I'm gonna tell you I the story. Okay, so my house is. It was built back in the day, so there's lots of fabulous wood paneling, and um, it was built before the concept of an open floor plan. So there's a really narrow hall, and Katie and I are currently sitting in my den. 
because when this was built, you had a, f- a an informal den, and then you had the living room in the front, which is where you were you had company. So we're in the den, and the hallway leads down to the living room, which I use as a library. And so my husband and I were sitting in the den, and all of a sudden, my cat Harley just fucking hauls ass down the hall and into the living room, which is my library. Hauls ass down into my library. Like, she goes from this room that we're currently in to that room down there. And so she stops in the library, and she turns and she stares past us. And her hackles are just raised. Her tail is fluffy. Like, she's a short-haired cat. So she was just fluff because she was just her hackles were raised and so will and i were standing in the doorway of the den what are you looking at katie i'm just scared okay (laughs) (laughs) so so um so we were standing at the end of the hall by the den and like we could just tell that she was looking past us like she was not looking at us and we started slowly walking towards her and she was looking directly past us and we like took a few steps into the hall and you could like super tell that she was see- that she saw something and she was looking past us into the den and we were we were scared shitless like both of us were just kind of like holy crap and it took a while for her to come back in the den and as she was like slowly walking down the hall into the den she can like she kept looking past us it was terrifying Thank you for telling that story in the room that it happened because yes. I'm scared. I'm ready to yes. go. Anyway, it's <laughs> been fun. Okay, so there's another one. No, no, no. This has been so fun and I loved it. Um, but um, I've no, no, you don't. Stop. Listen. Uh, I'm going to tell you anyway. So we currently have a friend who is staying with us for the time being. And um, he says that he's heard his name being called at night. Hate that. And then Will says that he's heard his name being called at night. Not by me. So I have never heard my name. But I'm also a really deep sleeper. Yeah. So there's that. Do you have any more haunted stories? Oh my god, Katie, look behind you. Did that did that scare you at all? I'm unscarable. I'm fully aware that I just announced about seven times that I was scared. But um that was really just for effect. Sure. Pretty sure. So you're you're totally cool with like turning the lights out? Nope. Alright, I'm gonna turn the lights Taylor? out. Taylor? I okay. will Taylor you said you're No! <laughs> no! All right. So no, so okay. I'm we're signing off. Sitting in the dark. Signing off. We're sitting in the dark. Taylor, I'm signing and off. Bye. Should we talk about Aunt Dixie? <laughs> Katie is putting on her. Katie is getting the fuck out. Okay, I'm turning the light back on. Where's my fucking light? Okay, okay, lights back on. All right, Aunt Dixie, you can go away now. When your ass gets fucking haunted by her for being disrespectful, I'm gonna say I told you so. Just saying. Aunt Dixie's chill. Okay. All right, guys. There's a sewer going All right, guys. Well, this was episode one of If It's Twisted. And if I'm not murdered in my own home, we'll see you for episode two. Peace out, Brussels sprout. This has been real. Um, Don't know if I'm coming back <laughs> after that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm going to need more wine. <laughs> She'll be back. <laughs>